half her bloody seagull face and who knows, you know, it's just going to be like, give us your food, we want some chips. So I was thinking, oh, gee, I got a That was easy, to yeah. Lick my mouth. Welcome to the only show on the internet that will help you to survive the apocalypse. Not just any way, but the nerd's way. Welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerds Way. That was way better. (laughs) Now that works out well, both of them. Um, Hello, uh, I'm Adam. And I'm John. I have no idea how I'm going to edit that (laughs) intro. You don't edit it, that's the thing. Don't even edit this. (laughs) Let people know that we are so strange, convoluted and odd that they can't help but be impressed. Anywho, uh, hi, welcome to uh, episode two of this random ramshackled um, podcast. It's fun to make. I hope you're enjoying listening to it. Um, the reason he says that it's ramshackled, of course, is right now we're in a room in my house and we are just utterly surrounded by random pieces mm-hmm. of uh, bedding. Like, we've got a mattress behind us, two towels on the other side, bean bags. Literally, this room is just covered in all kinds of cloth. But why? What's the reason for that? Uh, Adam is a strange individual, and he said he would only do the podcast if he was surrounded by weird material. It's true. I I do like being surrounded by strange things like half-dressed mattresses, um, you know, just random odds and ends because I'm a strange individual. But what's the actual reason for it, uh, Johnny Boy? Oh, you know, acoustics, we've got to make it sound beautiful to your ears. So Get rid of any sign of any echo. I'm fairly certain you mean magic, so we'll just stick with magic, because science is just a lie. Um, yeah, that's and true. And for one specific friend out there, just to annoy him, I'm going to say this so everyone out there can listen, I'm fairly certain the world is flat. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that's, that's, uh... <laughs> what do you mean fairly certain? Isn't, isn't that what everyone... Oh, isn't it? I think that's the yeah, craze yeah. nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. I'm glad we're agreed. Um, so today's um, episode, we're just going to be uh, going through a bunch of stuff on how to... Well, basically, we're just going to talk about any topic and see how we can tie it in some <laughs> horrifically convoluted way into surviving the apocalypse. Some segments, mind you, are indeed designed towards surviving the apocalypse, but some are just random stuff. Uh but yeah, uh, so the first uh, topic we're going to be talking about... Well, before we even get into that, oh, I I'm, I'm afraid we've already had some complaints. Oh, no. And I, I think we need to go through it. So the first one is, everyone thinks that I'm way funnier than you, and you shouldn't talk as much as me in the podcast. Well, they're only half right. Uh, you're way funnier <laughs> than me, and I shouldn't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but the real reason is, uh, apparently you were calling people peasants too much, and unfortunately, that's not going to do the world any good because no one will listen to our podcast and then no one will know how to survive the apocalypse and they'll all die thanks to you. Maybe that's my plan. It probably is. <laughs> so, what we've done is if Adam calls anyone a peasant... Oh, wait, no, hang on. It, he has two chances. He can call people peasants two times mm-hmm. and after that, I'm allowed to hit him with this uh, stick thing. Yeah, that's... um. Looks Should we test it out, see if it works? All right, hold on, where are we going to... Let's go with... Um, I'm tempted to go neck. Yeah, let's go neck, just because it'll be... Um, oh, God. Horrific, and you're terrified to even hit me. Look at you. <laughs> Please don't hate me after this. I'm going to loathe you. All right, let's go right on the neck. Oh, science above and below. That was actually not too bad. Hmm. Yeah, I hit your column. Though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we'll make sure I have a better aim when it comes to the real thing. That's fair. So, yeah, uh, negative, not, uh, negative reinforcement, essentially. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. We're, we're going to... Very slowly and very gruelly 
teach you how to be a kind and loving individual. Yeah, have you got a century and a half? Because that's pretty much how long it's going to take. So yes, the um, that's a fair thing, an approximation, and I'll attempt not to call you people that word, and I'm not going to say that word so it doesn't count towards my two, <laughs> because if I need to pull it out, then and I'm talking about the word there, um, I'm going to be, uh, that's going to be quite poignant at the time. <laughs> so, anywho, um, moving right along. Let's get into our first topic. Okay. And you're making weird hand gestures. That's, that's where the sound effect is supposed to go. Man, this editor sucks. Oh, wait, it's me. We are going to talk about the types of apocalypse that can happen. Ah. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, there's many ways where the world is inevitably going to end. Mm-hmm. We just have to... It's not a matter of whether the world will end. It's a matter of when and, and how. how. Indeed, indeed. So, basically... We're gonna. We can't cover off every single type of apocalypse because there's so many. Um, obviously, certain things like uh, an asteroid hitting the Earth that's going to cause total obliteration and kill virtually everyone. So, not going to bother covering that because you're going to die. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> but with myself, uh, there are. We'll say we'll list off ten. That sounds fair. So the first one is going to be plagues. So, the type of plagues. Now, I've got a couple of interesting facts about this, which could potentially terrify you. I'd just like to point out that this is my absolute number one fear in the world. Like, I was playing a board game where the goal was to survive a deadly virus, Mm -hmm. and I was absolutely terrified. Even though I knew it was a board game... I am absolutely terrified. Every time it comes on the news, oh, there's a new strain of the flu, I'm like, I'm dying. I'm like, oh, man, I bet I've got the symptoms. Oh, it's You're over. hypochondriac when it comes to I, new diseases. very hypochondriac. Well, I've got some bad news for you, mate. Okay. So, we had the, uh, you know, avian flu and swine flu and everything like that. You know, every second week is some type of new horrific disease that's going to end mankind. I've been, I've been counting. Yes. yes. But it's not going to happen like that. Not according to most researchers, anyways. My uh, brother-in-law, his father was a dermatologist, and a germ, whatever, a dermatologist. I think that's uh, back. To, uh, he studies germs. Um, anyhow, he, my brother-in-law, was telling me a story about uh, stories that he told my brother-in-law, and it's uh, pretty terrifying. Some of the stuff that uh, is out there, and the type of diseases that are very quickly becoming resistant to antibiotics. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is probably ranked number one on my list of likely uh, apocalyptic scenarios, which kind of sucks for you because that means it's going to be like the worst thing ever. <gasps> you know what one of my favorite games to play is on my phone? What? You should know it. Come on. Oh, uh, is it Plague Inc.? That's it, Plague Inc. I am a boss of that game because I'm just like, I, I wish to wipe out humanity with the plague. Yes. Yeah, so can I just point out that the original version of this game, you would play as people trying to stop the virus taking over. But Adam plays the version of the game where the goal is you are the virus and you try to wipe out the human race. Mutate that virus, son. That's fantastic. So, I mean, you've got a lot of diseases nowadays like the Zika virus and oh. um, Ebola, things like oh. that. I mean, when I, I remember when I came back from America on one of my, uh, the trips over there, uh, we were stopping at customs and I was was like like really not feeling good oh, no. uh well it had nothing to do with a bowl or anything like that thankfully we hope i mean it could be, you could do- be a carrier i could be yeah ah, right get now away from me you're in a room with me right now <laughs> <laughs> and he shies away in fear anyhow um so they're literally like taking people like when we're trying to get back into australia they're literally taking people out of line who look ill so i'm just like oh no 
Yep, I'm going to look perfectly healthy. Not going to... Uh, it was only, like, gastro that I had. Um, and um, <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I got through thinking, oh, how are you feeling today? I feel like my intestines are on fire, but other than that, great. I mean, I told them the truth and everything, oh, but okay. they were just like... Yeah, these aren't the symptoms you need to have. So I was just like, they had a checklist and they were like, okay, let's see if you have this, this, You won! Now you have to be in quarantine yeah. for two weeks. <laughs> Brilliant. But you know what the worst part about this? This is off topic for a second. So uh, it was so much fun doing it. But uh, the day we landed, right, I had to go uh, to my cousin's wedding in Sydney. So we go there. This is after a 15 hour flight or whatever it is coming back from LA. LA? New York, sorry. It was New York. Whilst we were on the way there and everything, I'm wrecked, I'm tired, it's been horrific, but we were, um, <laughs> we were there, sorry, John's distracting me. <laughs> I just started a timer because Adam's starting to rant. Oh, we're doing it, oh, okay, cool. So, so I'll New York? The, yeah, New York. So flying back, had to go to my cousin's wedding, uh, in the car, get there and everything, and we're at the ceremony, and it was a lovely ceremony, it was brilliant, my cousin's a bit of a hippie, uh, so she was, uh, it was outside, uh, lots of flowers and everything, it was beautiful, it was gorgeous. Anyway, so we go to the reception. And I get news that their master of ceremony had uh, not arrived, not and would not be arriving. Oh no! Yeah, so I was uh, very quickly shoved into that role. Meanwhile, I'm rushing to the toilet every, <laughs> literally every two minutes, to empty whatever's in my body. It was not a pleasant experience. It was literally like, and now time for the speech of the best man, and running off. Um, but it was good. I enjoyed it. And then one time you accidentally took the microphone into the bathroom <laughs> and people found out way too much information yeah. about your intestines. I didn't use any corn. <laughs> no, but we had, um, but it was, a, it was pleasant. It was a, that, that was not the gastro, mind you. But yeah, uh, plague. So that's the end of my rant. Only a minute ten. That's not too bad. <laughs> we had, um. Rant time. I need a sound effect. Ding, ding. going on a rant. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. But plague, most likely to happen. And most likely to happen from the common flu. Oh. Yeah, because it's the it mutates, uh, one of the fastest. It's becoming resistant to bacteria, uh, to antibiotics. Oh, no. Yeah, getting you freaked <laughs> out. And it's so easy to catch. So, good for you. And because you're, like, skinny as all hell, uh, you've got, like, zero body fat to protect you from that type of stuff, so... I'm going down. You're going to, you're going to be one of the first. So, the question is, well, that's the type of apocalypse. Best way to survive that type of stuff is be like me, cut off contact with all humanity, uh, and live in a forest somewhere away from everybody. That's potential. So, finally, play gives us an excuse not to hang out with anyone and to seclude ourselves. That's basically how I live my life. Everybody's sick and... First one for the night, a filthy peasant. Um, so <laughs> wait, wait, that was the first one. You can't hit me yet? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next type of apocalypse is, uh, like, it's a slow apocalypse. It's the financial type of bubble burst, if you will. That's going to lead to, like, the collapse of society. We're going to have rioting in the streets, looting, murder. Uh, what was that? Um, what was that show? Uh, Power went out. Um, uh, uh, Jericho? No, no, that's all. No, that's Nuclear Holocaust. All oh, right. Um, also, brilliant series as well. I like to add another little quick rant. The I was told this. Right, I'm not sure see. if this is. Oh, this one's quick. We had a um, one of my friends told me this. Jericho, right? First season, and like that finished. Then they tried to cancel it. They started up like a fan made <laughs> protest, if you will. There's a joke on the show about something about peanuts. So someone, like an owner of a peanut company, uh, so paid a, sorry, 
requested everybody to pay him like a dollar for a bag of peanuts to be right. sent to the producer's house. <laughs> I think it was close to like seven tons of peanuts oh, ended wow. up at this producer's house. So they made a second season of Jericho. Which oh, was, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, they did. that's amazing. But no, um, oh, not the 100. Um, all the power goes out. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, anyway, we'll figure that out in a second. All power goes out. And from that, society just collapses. And it's all about tiny robots in the air, like eating electricity which is kind of strange when you think about it because yeah i'm not going to get into the physics of it regardless not a bad series i'd quite enjoyed it and it's gonna revolution boom got it that's Uh, what i'm thinking of so yeah that's a tv show so something as simple as that will cause like huge like societal collapse but you know things banking crisis we're like kind of on the edge as it is when it comes to this type of stuff there's never been a larger gap between the rich and the poor mm. and you know but this isn't a show about politics this is a show about surviving the apocalypse and how to get back at those horrible politicians who have wronged us <laughs> uh so yeah second uh, sorry the third type um <clears throat> Well, we've got like, technolo- like technological failure, essentially, which we kind of covered in the slow collapse. But something simple as like a, not even power has to go out. What if there's like some type of super virus that goes around and like destroys all computers? That's yeah, around, right. Everything to a halt. Like research, hospitals, gone. Cars? I mean, wasn't there like something similar, like a report saying the CIA can take over your car or some nonsense like yes, that? Yes, that's right. And someone actually managed to hack into, I think it was a Jeep. Really? Or, uh, maybe I'm not right about that, but there was some car, they had an auto-driving feature, and someone managed to hack into it and take control of someone else's car while they were driving. That's that's terrifying. Yeah. And as a software developer, I know just how easy it is to hack into these systems. Yeah, I'm going to have to remove the onboard EC, IC, whatever it is on my car now. <laughs> yes, I think you better. So, not because of me, of course. No, no. Well, uh, you, you know, you're the sweet type of guy. You're. I, I'm trying to corrupt you. It's happening slowly. And eventually you will want to end my life. And that's fair. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so we have here the my favorite one. My absolute favorite and dream of this to occur. Oh, man. Is <laughs> zombies. Oh. oh, yeah. Yep, the zombie apocalypse. Now, this is going to be just fun uh, to a certain extent. Uh, okay, so you remember maybe a few years ago, zombies were all the rage. They still kind of are. Yeah, they were walking the streets and stuff. Yeah, but do you remember there was um, a Facebook page saying, oh, if the zombie apocalypse comes, meet me at Bunnings? Oh, right, yeah. That's going to be turned into a meat grinder. There's mm-hmm. going to be so many. But if anyone here is listening to this and the zombie apocalypse happens, do not, I repeat, do not go to Bunnings. You will die. That's basically it. You won't... That's going to be a meat grinder. There's going to be like a free buffet for the undead, essentially. Yes. Uh... I wouldn't go, so I would go, go to them. Master's Hardware. Instead. Yeah, <laughs> it's an empty, it's an empty store now. You could fortify that totally. Exactly. So anyway, uh, surviving the zombie apocalypse. There's so many uh, theories out there. I'm personally one of kind of staying on the move, not fortifying yourself because that just opens you up for stuff. Uh, good shows, obviously, like Walking Dead and things like that, demonstrate certain things. There's a one out called. Um, Oh, I can't even remember now. But anyway, you know the movie, World War Z? Yes. I didn't like it. The giant Pepsi advert. Yeah. <laughs> yes, essentially, but I I did not like World War Z. Not because of the blatant uh, advertising in it. If you haven't watched World War Z, uh, there's, it's a whole lead up, a full movie, and then at, right at the end, right before he has to do the last challenge and defeat the last zombies, he 
grabs a, ve- a vending machine out from the bottom. He grabs a Pepsi, drinks it right in front of the camera. Yeah. No, there's proceeds. nothing subtle about that. It's not even subtle at the least. No. But the version I watched, it didn't show the label, but you knew it was a Pepsi. Uh, like, they tried to make it a little bit subtle, but it's like... You know what's there. You know it is a blatant advertisement. Yep. Yeah, but uh, World War Z. Now, I recommend the book to everybody because the book is amazing. I'm not sure if you've read it yet. No, I haven't. That's probably top five for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love uh, World War Z. So that's another recommendation for you to read out there, World War Z. It's written in a really interesting way, but we'll get on to that. So, uh, next one is... uh, Anyone here will know exactly what I say when I say this. Terminator. Robot Uprising. Oh, Boom. wow. Yeah. Now, that, that worries me because robots don't have emotion. Think of me, but with a huge metal exoskeleton. You know, kind of terrifying, if you can imagine. Very telefi- terrifying. Terrifying? So, yeah, that works as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, as a software developer, I know that this thing, they call it the singularity. The moment where artificial intelligence gets to the point where it can take over the world. So... A machine learns to the point where it understands that it is smarter than humans and can just self-proliferate. It can take over computer systems. It can start constructing robots. Skynet. It's it's not fiction. It has to happen. It's just a fact. Now you're scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's that's a record. I think that's the first and only time. Uh, uh, Yeah, like this one worries me. There's not a lot you can do to beat technology as a human. Think of, like, thermal imaging and things like that. If, let's say, Skynet, or whatever the equivalent is, Mm. attempts to take over the world, boom, satellite, boom, thermal imaging, humanity's gone. Like, seriously, I am already defeated if they take out the GPS networks, because I can't remember where anything is anymore. (laughs) I just go Google Maps and try and find it. Yeah, that's cool. I don't mind that. I do the exact same thing. So, um, robots uprising is... Quite frightening, but you made mention of um, like robots learning. Essentially, mm. it happened recently. I remember reading an article about it, and it was a, I think it was a robot, or it could have been a program. I'm not too sure, but it was saying it was going to keep people in a zoo. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. That is the creepiest thing ever. Yep. Because uh, to a robot, we are an archaic, like simple animal. Mm-hmm. They just want to observe us. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad I turned that around then. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, that type of stuff, not great. So another one, let's say in a thousand years, when glorious leader Trump, uh, Lord Emperor... uh, (laughs) We laugh, but it's true. Goodness gracious. He decides that it's time to leave Earth, and he's built a spaceship where (laughs) surrounded by a gigantic wall to take us off the planet, essentially, right? So humanity abandoning Earth, like that movie WALL-E. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Oh, I love that movie. And uh, it's simply because, like, for the first 20 minutes or so, there's no dialogue. And there's no humans. It's I'm cool perfect. It is, but it's just like, it's simplistic. It's elegant. I oh, love it. It's beautiful. brilliant. But yeah, there's not, I don't have a lot to say about, like, humanity abandoning Earth. I mean, I think Earth would be better off for us, quite frankly. Yes. So, yeah. Now, the one that's probably most likely to happen very quickly is in probably within the next five years is the nuclear holocaust. Ah. With the bunch of chess beating that's going on nowadays between Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump, we have, well, like, what is it, like 30 seconds to midnight, the doomsday clock? Yeah. You're, you're, you know what the doomsday clock yes. is? Yes. Yeah? yeah. So doomsday clock is basically 
how close we are to a nuclear apocalypse. And we're 30 seconds to midnight. Closest we've been in ages, apparently. But what's funny about that clock is it's just updated by humans, so it'll never get to midnight, because by that time we'll all be dead. <laughs> that's going to be the first strike. <laughs> you will not get to say. Um, so, that's cool. Uh, nuclear apocalypse. Mutants, probably going to rise up in that. Um, maybe not, I don't particularly care, but imagine fighting a mutant. That'd be terrifyingly cool. You get to, like, it's got tentacles coming out of its side, and it's like a half octopus, and it's just like got a beak, and it's like... Genetic mutations don't actually happen that quickly. Does now. Okay. Um, welcome to science fiction land. So, yeah, the uh, uh, nuclear apocalypse happening at some stage. I mean, it's, some say it's unavoidable. It's going to happen. Yep. So we'll just have to wait and see. And, and stockpile lead, because that's the only thing that can stop the radiation <laughs> from killing you. And canned foods. But we were... I mean, where we are, we're pretty, you know... Nobody cares about Perth. I it's mean, the most isolated capital city. In I know. The world. No, but like, I'm sure if Russia was deciding to invade Australia, right? They, they're just gonna. They'd just be like, right, we're gonna take New Zealand. We're gonna take South Australia. We're gonna take Queensland. Let's forget the desert. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nobody lives there. There are nomads. There's giant sandworms that like devour people. <laughs> you know, that's it. We're gone. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we're pretty safe where we are. So we'll just live in peace. Uh, natural disasters is the next. <clears throat> So, what about, like, worldwide uh, earthquakes? So, that's going to cause a lot of issues for a lot of places. So, for me, li again, living in Perth, we've never really had a problem with earthquakes. So, I just go, oh, they're not really that bad, are they? It's no. like a rumble or something. But if you've lived in New Zealand, you know just how incredibly devastating mm. natural disasters are. And even in other countries, you have monsoons and tornadoes just absolutely wrecking havoc. Yeah. It... If something like that got to a global scale, mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do. We can't fight back Earth. Australia's pretty safe because we're in the middle of the um, continental plate. Ah, right. So that's why we don't get a lot of like huge earthquakes. Like on, I think I'm pretty sure New Zealand's like right on the fault line. It must be. Continental plate, I think I'm not too sure. But in any case, uh, just about like let's say earthquakes, tornadoes, then earthquakes, tornadoes. Let's think of Yellowstone National Park. With the volcano, like the uh, super volcano that is right. Yes. I mean, that's overdue to be erupting anytime soon. That that stuff is, like, terrifying. Yes. And I say terrifying, it's not actually terrifying. You know, boom, you know, we're pretty safe where we are. Terrifying for anyone else. Yeah, anyone over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. anyone who's living in Yosemite National Park, I'd just say leave or die. What's that, what was that movie? Um, 2012. Mm. Where you see Woody Allen get obliterated by it. <laughs> I laughed. It was great. No, because I don't like Woody Allen. It was just, he played a funny character. <laughs> crazy, crazy man. So yeah, the and there's a lot of those type of movies out there, you know, end of the world type of stuff. So we had, uh, what was the next one? So we've got, last and least, uh, Monsters and Aliens. Oh, come on. I know. I know it's not likely, but think about it. Like Godzilla, like rising from the deep and just laying what? Cthulhu. Cthulhu! Um... True. I mean, with all the stem cell research that's going to be going on right now, like probably scientists in some lab somewhere have probably put some wrong genetic thing with something else, and we basically bred a super monster that's going to take over the world. Yeah, I'd like to tame it personally and let it do my bidding. Sure, no, I think take that'd it be fun. But okay, let's see whether or not you believe in aliens or not. I don't particularly mind, but it is a possibility of it occurring. Even if you don't believe in it, let's just say magically they appear. Whatever. But let's say they have huge technological advantages. Uh, kind of like 
Mars attacks, where but except the music isn't going to stop them making their heads explode. <laughs> so, aliens evade, huge technological advantage, and wipe us out, or right. attempt to wipe us out, things like that. Dangerous? Possibility. So, something to be prepared for. How are you going to prepare for it? You don't. You hide underground and weep softly until you dehydrate and die. So, or hard, you know, weep hard. You know, it's up to you. Dealer's choice. So, those are some types of apocalypses in which you can attempt to survive and if any more come to mind we'll um, certainly talk about them in length but this is just a brief overview of some we'll be talking about throughout the series and season and all that stuff I have to say if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast after hearing that segment you're actually going to think that this podcast is really about how to survive the apocalypse here's the tip it's not. <laughs> In case you're new, that is about as apocalyptic we will ever get. Apocalyptic? Apocalyptic? I love it, yeah. All right, never mind. <laughs> but for the rest of the podcast, it's. Uh, we try to tie it to. No, in the most convoluted manner you can imagine. That's, that's our sure. goal. Before we get on to our next topic of conversation, Adam, I have. Something I really need to talk to you about. I, I must say, I'm quite disappointed. Oh boy, okay. Last episode, you forced me to watch a horror movie trailer. Okay. And you also said that I have to watch a horror movie with uh, you in a future episode, once yes. the movie comes out. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to get out of watching the horror movie with you, because I'm super brave and I'm not afraid of horror movies. He's almost crying right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Okay. But... You didn't explain how that helps you survive the apocalypse, so... Oh, boy. All right. I'm putting you in a seat here, right? You have got to explain. All right. How do horror movies... Oh, this is easy. How do horror movies help you survive an apocalypse? Well, it depends on the type of horror movie as well, I guess. Each one will bring something different. But the main thing is desensitization. So... You know how doctors, for instance, I'm sure like when they're in medical school and things like that and they see a cadaver or something and they're like, right, you're going to have to cut into this thing and remove its intestines, you know? They're going to be exactly what you did. They're going to throw their arms up in the air and... There you go. Soundbite. (laughs) So they're going to be like a real hesitant to do that type of stuff. They're going to be almost disgusted. Later on in their career, they're going to say they're going to have their hands around a human heart essentially at some point, oh, trying wow. to restart it or something. You know, desensitization that comes in levels. So let's say you're watching, I don't know. Oh no, that's not going to be it. So this one, um, it comes at night. That's as someone who's about like uh, isolation, meets new people all about trust and things like that it can mm. teach you some interesting lessons about that type of stuff but horror will desensitize you to fear at certain levels or yeah. it won't and you'll become totally and utterly useless when it comes to some type of horrible abomination bursting through your doors with like <laughs> half a bloody seagull face and who knows you know it's just gonna be like give us your food we want some chips <laughs> okay well done well done thank you, you explain yourself we can I'll, I'll allow it this time okay thank you so next time I'm going to have something really horrific I'm just going to make you watch like one of the scariest movies out there oh man Hello Kitty Island Adventures <laughs> yeah uh, but no well uh, I'm actually going to I'm trying to think of a real good horror movie to bring uh, into play for you because I need to I really want to terrify you to like the extremes like where you won't sleep for a couple of days oh no you'll be up just rocking back and forth with every single light on in the house oh no please don't let's see how we go but anyway that's fine moving along the next topic of conversation we're going to talk about is 
buying an island. So the first thing is, that's a misconception, depending on where you do, of course. But here in Australia, most of the time, you cannot buy an island. You must lease an island. See, that sucks. I don't want to be renting. No, I no. want to get a mortgage for this island. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to be $2.5 billion or whatever. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> that's a that's like a real island. That's like New Zealand, I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should buy New Zealand. Hey, I'm tempted to. I mean, I love New Zealand. Lord of the Rings was shot there. I can quote the vast majority of that movie. In fact, let's start right now. It began with the okay, forging better... of the Great Rings. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, New Zealand definitely. Uh, that yeah, we'll try and buy that. We'll see how that goes for us. Probably not that great. But so, why would we ever want to buy an island, Adam? Perfect isolation. When it comes to things like surviving the apocalypse, when it comes to financial devastation, you can create yourself to be self-sufficient with farms. I mean, you're the farmer here, essentially creating great. all your food. Uh, You've got uh, defences. You've got, like, 360-degree view of whatever's approaching. To a certain extent, obviously, if I was to attack an island to try and take it over, I'd do it during the night because darkness on the water is really oppressive. So, you're looking around, not seeing a lot. It's But it has its advantages and disadvantages, of course. But buying an island would be perfect. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a Kickstarter. All you have to do is go to... <laughs> Look, come on. We've got to survive the apocalypse. We've got to do a crowdfund thing. Otherwise, the apocalypse comes. Our podcast stops because we're all dead. Yeah. And then you guys won't know how to survive the apocalypse. So think about it. If you donate to our Kickstarter campaign now, Mm -hmm. that means in the future, when the zombie (laughs) is trying to eat your shoulder and give you the zombie virus, you'll be able to go, oh, wait, the podcast. Of course. We'll turn it on, listen to it, and we'll be like, and how you can defeat the zombie is by swinging this axe in this direction, and then your life will be saved. But you're going to have to listen for about 70 episodes until we get to that. So if you can hold the zombie off for that point, whilst listening to all our, you know, just poppycock, essentially, of absolute nonsense, then eventually we'll teach you how to... um. Uh, snap a zombie's neck off and then throw it at another zombie, uh, creating a cascading wave of destruction, uh, stuffing the zombie's head with dynamite. Perfect. <laughs> Boom. So, anywho, uh, but buying an island is a really good idea. Uh, Kickstarter, not so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Oh, we could say, yeah, donate to our Kickstarter, and when, there's, when the apocalypse starts, we'll post the address of where it is yes, on the internet. Yes, that's right. And then everyone can, we can all come to the island. Oh, yeah. And or then we can create an army. We don't. <laughs> Adam uh, doesn't trust people. I'm sorry, not even, not even dear listeners of this uh, podcast. No. You're the lover, I'm the not. So, here we go. Uh, but, island, good idea. Advantages, disadvantages. I would love an island, except... The lease, I think one of the longest leases you can get is like 99 years. So that in itself is a long time to prepare for something, and eventually that lease will run out there. Yeah, okay. Um, I reckon 99 years is enough. Like, I'm predicting I may not live for that much long. Like, not if I've got anything to do with it. 100 and... What am I? I'm 20, so that's, I'm 25, that's 104. Yeah, okay. Did you write with the math there? Yes. Okay, good. So, Adam, I've already started saving for the island. Oh, have you? Yes, here you go. You've got $25 for an island. Yeah. I love it. You know you're not getting this back, right? Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Okay. But, so, Adam. I don't know what you're talking about. There is literally no proof on this planet that you just gave me money. What about the podcast? They don't count. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. So, yes, islands are expect. What about the $5? That's tax. Oh, come on. Uh, now you know what it's like to be an adult. 
<laughs> Give me my money back. All right, fine. There you go. So, buying an island. What? So, there's a few islands out there. Yep. In fact, what I'll do is I'll go to the website where you can buy an island, and I'm going to get you to rate each island, mm-hmm. not with a number or anything, mm-hmm. but I need you to def- determine... Mm-hmm. I need you to determine yeah. which island is going to be the best one for us to buy. So let's just forget about costs. Okay. Sure, a cheaper one is better because then we can spend more money on our uh, military. The military, yeah. <laughs> our, yeah, yeah, that's cool. We had a um, had a brilliant idea uh, not too long ago with one of my other mates, Pete, as you know, about uh, invading and taking over Rottnest Island. Oh, really? Be- yeah, at the beginning of a... Uh, some type of apocalypse, be it zombie or financial, whatever. Taking, uh, going to Rottnest, war, attempting to war that off to certain extenses. Like, not obviously brick or stone, because only a fool builds his house on sand. Even though we're currently in a desert and most of our houses <laughs> are built on sand. Uh. <laughs> but we had a, um, a good idea about doing all this. Oh, wow, these islands are gorgeous! Yeah, look at that. Okay, islands. Should we go for sale or for rent? Sale. Let's, yeah. try, let's go sale first. Just because it's a, it's a, I prefer to own an island personally. All right, view, find your private island. Okay, so we'll just go from the basic photo because all the others are probably photoshopped. Yeah, that's too, that's too close to the mainland. Pumpkin Key, too close to the mainland. It's, it's, you could swim across that, so that's out of the reach. So you really, when you're buying an island, you want to be as far away as possible. From to an extent, because you don't want to be too far separated from the landmass because then you're going to have to do with. Larger waves, storms, you're not going to have a lot of support. But that one there, that one looks good. This one? No, no. That one, because it's got a huge amount of space on it. That's what, 460 acres? Oh, that, oh, wow, that's nice. What is that? Apo Island. Okay, let's look at this one. 72 million. Um, I've got that cash lying around. Yeah. Well, I've got probably 60... Oh, okay, I've got 183. Okay. So, yeah, we're fine yeah, we're, with that. We're sorted. Yeah. Okay, so now we're looking at the... Uh, oh, that's in the Philippines as well. That's not too bad. We're looking at the overview now. Mm-hmm. What I'm noticing is it's quite close to the mainland. There's not... A well, unless those are other islands. Well, maybe. But will they be owned by rival factions? But, but then we could have wars! Brilliant! <laughs> I love it! This isn't a computer game, Adam. Oh, you can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Let's yeah. not open yeah. <laughs> All right, so that one's out. Okay. Upper Island is out. I don't want that. That's nonsense. All right. What, what else, else are we, we looking at? Tell the listeners, what else are we looking for? All right, so we're looking for something that's separated from the mainland to a certain extent. Sure. Uh, we want some natural resources like wood on there. We want enough space to start farms. Yep. Wind farms as well. So, like, wind farms are actually... Oh, that one looks nice. Wind farms are actually surprisingly... Easy? Not easy. Like, they're simplistic in the design. So that's not too bad. That one looks good. What's that one called? Uh, where is it? Canacea? Uh, Canacea? Yeah. Well, whatever. That'll do. So, uh, so that's, for, that's only for $26 million. That's not too bad. Wow, that's basically that's perfect. change. And there's plenty of room. Yep. Nice, like a little bit of reef as well. Mm. So that's in Oh, that'll Fiji. keep out any boat attacks. Yeah. So private island made up of... Yeah, that's nice. I like All right. It. Let's do it. Let's buy that island. Yep, buy that start now. the Kickstarter. So if any of But we've already told them that we've got enough money for it. So that's oh, gone yeah, true. Yeah, well, yeah, that's gone. Oh, well. No Kickstarter. <laughs> I bet everyone was just devastated that they couldn't give their money. Oh, no, right. Well, that just means that they're not going to be able to enter our island of glory and destiny. But the main part is we're going to have to name the island. 
Okay, but we'll leave that to the... Maybe that's an idea for the, anyone who actually listens to this nonsense podcast. Would, if they want to have... Uh, if they want a chance to name the island, a hypothetical island, what would you want us to name it? I would just like to point out, I am making great sacrifices oh. to bring Adam's knowledge to you guys as the listener. And I want to explain why. Because every time I invite him into my home, I'm opening up just a world of terrifying possibilities. Pandora's box. You never know what's going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. if you leave Adam's sight for a moment, oh. <laughs> you're in a world of trouble. So I would just like... I would like to share, if you would allow me, a moment before the recording of last... Uh, last episode mm -hmm. I'd just like to um, maybe share just how incredibly uh, challenging it is to be able to uh, are you saying you don't want to be my friend that hurts I thought we were already enemies <laughs> frenemies get it right frenemies Moriarty Sherlock get it right Jeez. that's right that's right okay <laughs> so let's listen okay Jones. Adam? <laughs> Adam? <laughs> oh gosh. That's when <laughs> I've realised that you're going to freak me out. I try. Just preparing you, desensitising you. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You look. I went outside <laughs> to see if my car was still there. Yeah. Or to see if you were out there. I'm surprised you came back in, honestly. I was... Oh, no. <laughs> you can just hear oh, the no. fear in my voice. Hello. Hello. Adam? Adam? went throughout the entire house, didn't you? Yep. But he didn't find me until it was Adam. too late. Adam? Oh boy. I'm scared now. <laughs> Are you in there? Are you in there? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened there is John had to quickly go to the bathroom so he went to the bathroom and foolishly, obviously, left me alone. Which gave me the perfect opportunity to scare the hell out of him. Uh, so I'm never, ever going to leave you out of my sight ever again while we're recording these things. That's fair. That's f No, actually, it's not fair. But anyway. We have a, um, so he's left me alone and I thought to myself... I've got about 30 seconds to do something. So I manage very quickly, and to my benefit, very quietly as well, to jump under his spare bed and just wait. <laughs> I pull the like blanket down slightly so it covers it to a certain degree, and I'm shimmying down because there's not a lot of room. There's like, oh, I, I don't know, there's like a foot maybe or two foot of room. Like I, I, I should also point out that this was... Uh liquid varieties like it was not a lot of time that you yeah. had to hide yes you had to urinate violently so as I was <laughs> excuse me this is a family podcast I'm urinating violently is oh. perfectly family orientated okay um, so anyway I'm shimmying like my life depends on it. My hips were moving like Shakira's music videos or something once again family podcast so, yeah but I'm like 
Obviously, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm just moving my hips, trying to shimmy myself down beneath this bed. I manage, and I'm waiting. And I'm just waiting for the opportunity for him to... I wanted to grab his leg, just to do, like, the whole grudge oh, type of thing. would have been so scary. Yeah, but sadly, I didn't, because he didn't get close enough, and I'm just like, I'm getting a cramp in my back here. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this. Because <laughs> I knew you were going to be in there, but for some reason, I didn't think under the bed. Yep, that's right. Always be prepared. <laughs> so, yeah. That was fun. But, I mean, even your wife knows <laughs> that things are a bit hectic when I'm around. So, even just a day. So, this um, happened. I invited Adam over. We're going to record episode two. And um, it turns out that my wife was coming home from work later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I received these messages. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm scared. Adam's car is here, but I can't see him. He's so going to jump scare me. <laughs> so not only am I terrified and I'm making that sacrifice in order to bring your wealth of knowledge about the apocalypse to mm. our dear viewers, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but also my wife is living in fear because every time I invite you around, anything could happen. I'm a great friend. I'm keeping you guys on edge. Yep. I'm bringing you closer together. I'm a great friend. That's true. Preparing <laughs> us for the apocalypse. That's, yeah, that's right. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is like when you think about it. I mean, episode one, pretty much book reviews, music reviews, whatever. (laughs) This episode, actual knowledge. So next episode, we're going to have to go back to pretty much Mm. nonsense. But however, I think uh, we have kind of a special treat uh, coming up. This, like pretty much every episode, what we're going to try and do is we're going to feature a musician, a local musician, and we're going to play their song on the podcast. So in this uh, episode, we've got a... Artist, he one a friend of ours. His name is uh, Frankie, and uh, Frankie Echo is currently, I think, his title or something right now, isn't it? Yes, Frank Echo. Frank Echo, that's the one. And he has created a new song. It is called. There it through is. Darkness. Through darkness. That's the one. Uh, through darkness, which instantly has my attention because darkness is my ally, or as Gul'dan would like to say, I don't know what he would say. Um, <laughs> Who's Gul'dan? You don't need to know. You're the, a nerd right here. Oh, okay. Nerd to the extreme. So, uh, through darkness uh, by Frankie Echo. Frank Echo, and um, it's we're both going to be listening to this, and we'll give our not review, just it's a chance to listen to a friend of ours music and it'll be good alrighty so and begin
And that was Through Darkness, Frank Echo's brand new, in fact, so brand new, that we are the first people to even hear it in its full length. Oh, wow. And now our viewers will be the first people to listen to it. Well, viewers, listeners, yeah, whatever. <laughs> listen with your eyes, people. <laughs> So that's uh, Through Darkness by Frank Echo on his forthcoming, uh, forthcoming rather, uh, label Echo Unified. So that was pretty good. I liked it. It's uh, very trancy, obviously, mm. which is what uh, Frank Echo certainly delves into. You're the musician, man. That's your avenue of expertise. Me, I'm more of the, I feel with my heart and soul and sway to the sounds of creation. So we hope you enjoyed that song. I think each time we'll try to go for a different genre. It won't always be electronic. No, no, no. Like, I would love to have, if any of you out there have music that you want to put out there, we'd love for you to send it through to us and we'll play. Even even if it's a friend of yours or yeah. someone you know who's trying to get out there. Mm-hmm, definitely. like to have it played on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our podcast hopefully will grow over time. Or not. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> if you keep calling people... Uh, well, I'm allowed to say it. You're first. allowed to say it. <laughs> I'm not. I've got one left and then it's going to start being painful. Uh, as he says, I'm not even going to say what I was thinking. So, anywho... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, that we were saying every basically every episode we're going to have a new song a new artist we may go back to some of the others as well just to keep things up like keep our listeners updated with others and I mean I'd love to have some of your music on our podcast as well so uh, the Johnny Boy because John you have your musical alias as well Piano Clean yeah love it love it <laughs> so we'll have to have one of your songs on I think maybe we'll, we'll see how we go but please do Send in any music that you'd like, and we'll play it on here at some stage. It'd be fantastic. I have recently been playing a game. And as I've been playing it, I've been thinking, this is survival at its most primal. This is fantastic. All right, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. And you would actually probably like this. It's called Ark. Uh, survival Evolved. Now, it's... I've been playing it with a couple of friends uh, on the PlayStation, and I think some of my other friends are playing it on P- uh, PC. All right. So, this is a mini-game review, if you will. So, we've been playing this game, and it's about you wake up on an island. It's an MMORPG, almost. Sure. It's not like WoW or anything, like oh, World of Warcraft or anything like that. It's uh, uh, difficult to explain, in my opinion. It's not roleplay orientated, But, anyway, so you wake up on an island, you've got, like, this little device in your arm, in your forearm... And you're surrounded by dinosaurs, which like to kill you. And it depends on your difficult, well, kind of where you spawn. But you have T-Rexes, you've got Carnos, you've got gigantic bloody alligators that jump like from a mile away and take your face off. Those horrible things. So uh, you have this little device in your arm which helps you create bunkers, like a uh, like a axes, pickaxes everything like that, which will help you survive the elements. Because in this game, you've got to stay fed, you have to stay watered, you have to stay warm, you have a stamina bar, you have all sorts of fun stuff. This game is so immersive that you poop. What? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your character poops. And there are things that you can collect that poop. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And give it to, like, a like if you've tamed it... Because you can tame these dinosaurs. Right. Uh, not all of them. Well, actually, the vast majority of them, but it's time-consuming, long, and wow. painful. Do you have any dinosaurs yet? <sighs> okay. 
So I had uh, one of my mates, James. He tamed me a bird, huh? uh, a giant bird that you can fly on. Now we have no a way. yeah 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 like we're all like you need a bird like where our base is it's a sky base right. so you can't get to it unless you have like a bird and there's dragons in this as well <laughs> what well, yeah I know right and dragons are terrifying but anyway so they tell me this bird and they're like yeah we didn't want to give you a real good bird straight up because it's gonna die and I'm just like please I'm amazing. No yeah. bird is ever going to die on me. And for a while, I was doing really good. Like, I'm picking up... Because you can pick up smaller creatures. Mm. So I'm going around, I'm picking up, like, hyenas and picking them to death and wolves and saber-toothed tigers, scorpions, all that fun stuff. I even managed... Scorpion. Yeah, I even managed, like, giant scorpions. I'm talking about scorpions that'll, like, eat your liver. Oh, man. Yeah. So... Anyway, I'm, lo- I'm finding T-Rexes and stuff, and there's this group of things called Carnos. And I'm luring these things off cliffs because it's hilarious to watch them fall down. So I'm like hovering off the edge and then they come charging at me and I'm just like, <laughs> watch them fall. Anyway, so there's this big one. Like, sorry, there's something that looks like a carno. It's night and it's kind of dark and I'm flying towards it, trying to get it to follow me. Oh, no. And it does a bit, but then it starts attacking another creature. So I'm just like, this is my chance to try and attack it because while it's oh. distracted, I can damage it a bit. So I'm doing that. Except this thing, like, the creature was attacking, like, dies instantly. Like, this, the creature it was attacking, I don't know what it was called. Uh, T-Rexes attack this thing, and it survives for quite some time. This thing attacks it, kills it like two bites. Oh, no. Meanwhile, I'm flying down on my and you've bird. you've just attacked it. I've attacked it, and I'm just like, yeah, this seems to be okay. Carnos, it's only one of them. I should be fine, all right? Next thing I know, boom, this thing catches me. Like in its jaws, oh. and I cannot move. And I'm watching my bird's life just drain. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is unfair. <laughs> so I'm just like rocking back and forth, just like, no, no, no. And I stopped playing for a while. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm watching How I Met Your Mother instead. This is this is not fair. My bird died, and so did I. But anyway, so Ark. Yeah. You never quite explained what you do with your uh, own manure. Poop, yeah. So, uh, there's a couple things you do. You've got compost beans, which you can learn how to make, right? This is awesome! Yeah, because <laughs> you can plant. You can farm berries and all this type of stuff. I'm hooked. Yeah, get it, get it on PC, man. I can get a clan ready for you. We had a... Uh, what was it? Uh, so, the sky base we've got, there was a, like a little war going on between two clans. Oh, man. Which we weren't a part of. So we've got, like, the sky base. We've got turrets. We've got, like, these uh, plant species, which are disgusting, I'd like to point out. They look horrifying, like tentacles flaying at everywhere. <laughs> apparently they can blind people and, nice. like, invading people, blind people and damage them as well. Nice. So we've got dragons, and we're freaking out because a dragon could potentially come and end us. Mm. And my teammates have put in, like, so much work into this base while yeah. I've just been doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so they made this turret for me. Which fires bowlers. The way our base is designed is if something is attacking and we can take it out, it's going to fall into the river and die. So, what's a bowler? Fires a bowler. Like a bowler turret. So, it's like a. Okay. Do you know how. Hmm, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think they featured okay. it. So, they have like cannonball, chain, cannonball, chain. Uh, yes. They're all attached. Yeah, gotcha. So, so, we've got a turret which fires like huge ones which can wrap up dragons and make them fall to the river. So, while this is happening, I'm sitting in this turret for about three and a half hours paranoid out of my mind it was a basic friday night for me <laughs> but yeah that was a long experience and i just got yeah that was so much fun but yeah so poop um wait did they survive the battle or not well they didn't attack us because oh. 
we have some pretty good defenses. I was in a turret for so long. Eventually, I think they're just like, mm, that's a lot of resources to get a dragon. Mm. And if we killed one, then that's not worth attacking our base. Yeah. So we're just enough of an annoyance that they don't want to bother us. Yes. Which basically is my life essence. So <laughs> <laughs> so while... Uh, so poop. Back to poop. Uh, you can put it in a compost bin, but you can tame a beetle. A dung beetle, which will eat it. No, you can eat it and it turns into fertilizer, which you can then put into plants to make them regrow. It's so massive and fun. But the best part about this game, if you find someone, beat them unconscious, you can put them in a cage. What? They will not die after time because you can force feed them. (gasps) When they fall unconscious, you can force feed them. And then they cannot create a new character. This hasn't happened to no. me, and we have not done it to anybody. But it That's has. Terrific. I know, right? So that person has to kind of go to a new server if you're keeping that character alive, because they can't escape. They can try and eat their own poo to die, but flip. This game is horrific. Yeah, but like it's it's fun. I enjoy it. It's um like because you've got like gathering materials. You've got to get metal to make guns to make weapons because it's all about surviving. That's the whole thing. I mean, normally I would ask you to uh, how it ties back to surviving the apocalypse, but this is so brilliant. It mm-hmm. teaches you all the strategies that you need to know. I mean, granted, probably we won't need to tame dragons in the apocalypse. I really wish we could. Yeah, I'm hoping that we will be able to. I would love to like just run around on a raptor, essentially, just be like... <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's time we introduce our dear listeners into... A new thing that is shared between us. Okay. The seven. (gasps) The seven (sighs) challenges. I see the glorious thing. Now, do... Okay. To remind me, Mm. how did these challenges come about? So, these challenges are, of course, ways Adam can, at any moment, put a challenge on me and I have to complete it. Mm -hmm. I have to make seven of them. Mm -hmm. Or else, there'll be consequences. What's the consequence? So, what happened was... (laughs) Now... This is really bad because I basically put it on myself. You did. But I said, if you completely clear out one of the rooms in your house Mm -hmm. so that it becomes a VR room, I will buy you PlayStation VR. Mm -hmm. Now, these things are not cheap. I can't remember how expensive it was. I think it was about like 500 bucks or something like that at the time. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't have that kind of cash laying around. I mean, I do have the... Billions of dollars we were talking about before. But 60 million, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was put aside. Yeah, for... that's emergency pillow money, essentially. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just in case. Yep. So I don't have $500 just lying around. That's fair. So Adam said that he was going to clear out a room, but mm-hmm. he said, <laughs> I have a chance to redeem myself to not have to buy the PlayStation VR mm-hmm. headset. Um, and that is if I was able to complete seven challenges. And, well, it wasn't seven. Was it seven at the time? I thought it was ten or something. How many challenges have we got left? Uh, It's like four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so... But there was one added, and I've done four, right? Yeah. So, you have four left to do. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. So, we had, um... We we're not going to discuss past challenges because I mean, one of them. What was what? Okay, let's just say one. What was one of them? Um, oh, that's funny. You're at work. Yes, that's right. Oh, work. this was actually quite funny. So <laughs> I've I, got the video of this. Oh, do you? Can we post it. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to post it to our social posts. Okay. So we're sitting. Uh, I'm at work, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Right, let's do a challenge. I'm just like, because as uh, John has mentioned, he's a software developer. So he's at his office, and I'm just like. He's probably surrounded by people. <laughs> so I'm just like, lick. Uh, so pick up your mouse and lick it. 
Or I just said lick your mouse. Uh, you know, computer mouse. Now, John has misheard me, and he thought I said, mouth, lick your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. And um, so he's, he's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just like, like I'm taking it back because he's just done it so flippantly and flamboyantly. And you, you believe me because, of course, I'm uh, normally I don't make stuff up. So you're just no. like, oh, wow, I'm so impressed. Yeah. And then eventually we got down to it. That you figured out. That you... You did not complete the challenge. It was a simple misunderstanding. Because <laughs> I was thinking, oh, gee, I got a That was easy. Yeah. To lick my mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's sitting. So in the video, you'll see it for yourself. But he's sitting there, like looking around for a bit. He's really hesitant to pick up his computer mouse and lick the bottom of it. And Again, because as we mentioned earlier, I'm a hypochondriac germaphobe. Yeah. So that's one of the many reasons mm-hmm. I didn't want to lick my mouse. Of course, the other one being embarrassment. Yeah. But in the end. You completed that challenge. So that's one down. But any other way. So we've got some challenges that we have left over. And folks and friendly listeners and other peasantry. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Ah, that's a second. That's a second. I can't say any more now. So, (laughs) So dear friends and listeners, I'm putting this to you. For I'm going to say two of these challenges. I'm going to leave it up to suggestions from you folks. If you want John here to do something within reason because we do have certain uh, restrictions on things but if you want to put through send a message to the facebook page to whatever of the pipes we got twitter twitter twitch do we have twitter yeah yeah oh wow that's amazing (laughs) you're really gonna like that okay cool so twitter uh if you send us some suggestions john's gonna do two of them right oh wow yep i'm giving up two of my challenges that i've got left for the listeners to put you through absolute agony. So, I'm, I can't cause mortal danger or things like that. I mean, uh, I, that's you. That's I, your restriction. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the main restrictions. So, but, listeners, that's up to you. You want something fun to happen? You let me know. You put it on the pipes and I will choose two of them. And possibly, maybe we'll have a little competition, if you will, at some stage. The two who win... Uh, we might send something out to him or something. We'll see how we go. Yeah, I mean, uh, Surviving the Apocalypse, the Nerd Way t-shirt. I will s- yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, we could. Or I'll send you one of my socks. Uh, I think that'll be glorious. This, but, like, unwashed, like, smelly socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about, like, I'm, I will take off my sock right now and give it to you. I think one of these has a whole... Yeah, look, see, that's kind of frayed. Perfect. You'll love it. If it's appropriate for the uh, medium, mm-hmm. uh, we will record the challenges being undertaken as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. I mean, if it's something that won't be very fun to listen to we'll just have to describe what happened but hopefully we'll be able to record something if only it's me being extremely nervous and not being able to complete the challenge uh, but if you don't complete the challenge I get to beat you with an inch of your life I think oh, that was man. the original no I don't think no <laughs> oh no oh I don't know Rick folks uh, something quite funny happened during uh, the song we were listening to by uh, Through Darkness from Frank Echo we were looking over some of the recordings and whilst we're looking at john puts his hands into sorry puts his head into his hands and just a look of despair washed over his face which normally brings me nothing but joy (laughs) but whilst that happened i'm just like oh Oh, johnny boy what have you done to me mate and he has well he what we thought he had not recorded the vast majority of what we had already done so I go outside because I needed to 
put my coffee cup in the bin and uh, come back in and he seems to be a bit more perky and his <laughs> wife comes in as well and eventually we discover that no he did it but for that brief shining moment that look of just utter despair that'll keep me that'll keep me satisfied for some time i appreciate that thank you so that was good i like that but let's uh, try and not go through that worry again because that was a good hour or so yeah <laughs> and he's very nervously looking over to make sure it's Wait, still recording did I? oh here we go let's see did he this is hilarious folks oh it's fine it's, it's fine, fine. We're recording fine. there you go happy days <laughs> so yeah but basically that's what we have for today uh we hope you've had a glorious time listening and uh with that Keep your go bag ready with books, DVDs, games, movies, and, well, if you feel like it, maybe some food. Maybe. I mean, food's overrated. Not when you've got Netflix marathons to go through. Oh, yeah. Wait, dude. Netflix will be down. Not likely. I'm going to download the entire library into offline mode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, folks, we hope you have a wonderful night. Or day, depending on where you are. And... We'll see you next time for episode three. Goodbye. So, so remember, we've got a big, we've got to be bromancing right now. Hi. <laughs> Okay. So. Otherwise, Tyson will stop listening. <laughs> Jeez, I can't call people peasants. We're gonna talk, gonna virtually make out, or people are gonna listen. What is this? Oh, right. This is the world we're living. <laughs> All right. Hi. No. Okay. Sorry. Couldn't for convinced. Was it recording? It wasn't, was it? Are we going to start again? That's so good! Oh, that's so good! Alright, we may as well pause this off. Yeah. The entire thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's such a shame.